right, well, an old school Jake Uger. And then all of a sudden, look at these new school, old school guys. Ray Vanna's here and Ben Carollo's here. What kind of old school is this? As my dad would say, what is this? <laughs> so uh, guys, great to have you here. Uh, we're gonna do a lot of fun things on today's show, including uh, the, uh, it's a historic show, a bit of a historic show. I'm not saying anything except for the words I've spoken. Um, that we're going to introduce scold school, a new segment on old school. So uh, now it's important that the audience knows nothing is ever prepared on old school. So I'm springing this on them right now <laughs> as we speak, okay? And um, scold school is where you just scold someone uh, about something. Uh, in fact, I'll start off in a minute, okay? But later we'll do the high school game. Does anybody know what that means? Not really, it's not really a game, I partly made it up. Okay, and furthermore, I have decided that I will not allow people to take me hostage anymore. So, win for me. So sorry, all you hostage takers, not available, no vacancy, okay? So we'll explain that later in program two. Are we sponsored by shoptyt.com? Of course. Okay, will you find this shirt? You know when I do this, I'm about to get up and show you a shirt. Okay. Oh, squad goals. Okay, this one's now almost old school, but it's definitely not scold school. That's a different show. And um, but my favorite one is the one we have that is the anti anti vaxxers club because every time in LA and depending on where your neck of the woods is, it gets me this look like. And then oh the old oh like when they think you're gonna be a bad guy, but it turns out you're a good guy. You like that look? Shoptyt.com. Are you guys all having uh, too strong coffee? Of course, okay. Toostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. You can't see it, but it's a good mug. Uh, it's, it takes a while to get it in, uh, folks. All right, and let me do the world's worst ad. Ben likes to make fun of me for this. So I started to, uh, drinking coffee. And this is not, this is real, by the way. I started drinking coffee black now without cream. And man, like Ben makes fun of me because apparently that's obvious to all coffee drinkers, but man, that makes such a big difference. Like then you taste the coffee. And so, I started drinking with too strong first. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally great. This is why was I ever using cream? Then I went outside and I had coffee at a restaurant. I was like, oh, stop for What the hell is this thing? Okay, and I had to pour like half to half and half in there. Does that make it a quarter half? Anyway, so coffee.com slash TYT. You get it. Plus, they give the progressive causes. All right. Um do you guys, Ben and first of all, Ben and and, and Ravana uh, are not only one Twitch pitch. So are they stars? I guess. I mean, did they go to Hollywood? No, but <laughs> metaphorically, yes. So uh, you're checking out their shows on twitch.tv slash TYT, you know it. Uh, Ben's show is called Galaxy Brain Wasp. <laughs> okay, uh, so we're gonna find out more about them uh, through this. this. Is mainly the real reason we invited them on old school uh, to interrogate them. Uh, so that'll that'll happen. Um, but anyways, oh, they're also on Rebel headquarters. Uh, so check that out. So that's on ty. Uh, that's on YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, so check out their videos there. All right. 
Uh, I, I have a perfect school school, uh, but not perfect, but it's it's pretty good, pretty good. It's just an excuse to tell the story. But do you guys have one first or you still need more time to think uh, now that I've run through my 18 ads? You can take I think a, I might need a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, it's okay, it's okay. You know what, in fact, since it's a whole school, you can take the whole show and never tell it, who cares? We promise <laughs> stories all the time we never get to. Uh, why, did we have something more important to do? No, just old school, we chit chatted, we jibber jabbered. <laughs> um, so that's a, like lately that phrase is growing on me, jibber jabber. I don't even know that it's a phrase. And in fact, I think you just made that up. I, I made it up, didn't I? <laughs> I, I, bet it, like, I feel like I've heard that before. And maybe it's a Midwestern thing. I don't know. Or I guess upper Midwest, because like, uh, yeah. You know what? I just realized I don't have my doc up and I'm going to pull it up because that's where you guys write into us when we have pressing questions like, is jibber jabber an actual phrase or didn't Jank make it up? Are we doing a Twitch poll right now? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know that we are, but. Hold on, let me get my hijink doc. Here we go. So I'm a jibber jabber denier for sure. Oh, I knew that about you, Ravana. <laughs> the minute I saw you, I was like, I bet she denies it. I <laughs> bet she doesn't even believe in jibber jabber. I didn't buy in. Yeah. Wow, look at all these new members. How's that happen? Okay, hit the join button below. That's how it happens, zinger. Okay, so um, all right, so I'll, I'll throw this out as a school school. Uh, I'm at a bagel shop and it was, um, it actually used to be, this is kind of a, it starts out a little dark. I hadn't actually planned to say this part, but uh, why not, Blah, right? So it was Larry King's bagel shop in uh, in uh, Beverly Hills, Arduda No, it's just a bagel shop, but it, and it happened to be owned by Larry King. But it does sound kind of fancy when you say it that way, right? First of all, anything in Beverly Hills sounds fancy. Like I walk my dog in Beverly Hills. Oh, I do declare, did you? <laughs> okay. So, and then Larry passed away from COVID, and so which sucks. And he was on the Young Turks before. I went had gone on his show many times. We were quasi friends. We'd run into each other at diners all the time in L.A., and uh, and we even thought about hiring Larry at one point. So uh, and and so it was kind of haunting. This is where the dark part is. But with like Dave Rubin talking to him at some point during the crisis was like, oh, coronavirus overhyped or something. And Larry was like, this was before he got sick. I was like, no, it's not. What are you talking about, right? And I like that was so like you know Larry does those soft interviews that everybody knew that right that was like legendary, and this wasn't necessarily an interview, but I've never seen him like that where he's like no you're wrong, and it was to Dave Rubin about coronavirus, and then unfortunately Larry got it and was proven correct in the worst possible way, and so every time I go by there I and it was actually it's a really good place, and my heart goes out to him anyway new management because that situation they're changing it up. The eggs used to be artificial. I love them artificial. Now they're natural. Nah, long story. In fact, I'm scolding that place. Scold school for real eggs. Okay, I don't want it. I want the fluffed up microwave eggs. <laughs> um, anyways, so there's a party there, and apparently one of the guys is treating, and not a party party, like just like a, a group. Uh, it was they weren't like at six in the morning, like yeah, everybody. 
let's get bagels. If they had, that would have been fun too. So one guy's treating, but you could tell he don't want to treat. He's like bothered by treating. And then they're then communicating about who's gonna get what. And um <laughs> and then I and I'm now I can't help myself. I don't know if you guys are this way. Um, but when I'm at a diner or bagel shop and somebody's jibber jabbering next to me, I can't turn it off. Like I, I have to listen. I can't. I don't want to listen, but I, I, you know, okay. First, yeah. let me pause there. I'm Agree a big, I'm a big eavesdropper. I cannot help it. I will fully listen to someone else's conversation and respond to them in my head, sometimes out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was raised Catholic, so I feel like I have a responsibility whenever, like, I live in an apartment building, and I'm just saying, right? I'm not saying necessarily that I do this, but one could perhaps conceive of me. Standing next to my door, listening to drama outside on a very regular basis. And I'm in favor of people who eavesdrop. Let's okay. It has to be balanced. You can't you can't just like wanton the nuclear eavesdrop. What I mean by that is you can't proactively eavesdrop. You can't go to a your neighbor three apartments down and put a cup on his door. That's Creepy and unacceptable. Probably okay. illegal too. <laughs> Probably less of a concern, but more of a concern is don't be a jerk. Okay, let's put it that way, right? On the other hand, they're jibber jabbering in your ear. That's on them. That's not on you. Okay. In fact, guys, I love old school rules. We got a new one right now. We just invented it: the no cup rule. If you don't have <laughs> to use a cup, okay, then it's you're fine. If you can naturally hear. Then the eavesdropping is by definition acceptable. We all agree to that rule. Yeah, Congress actually just yeah, passed 100%. a bill, the, the the No Cup Act. There, I knew it. The old NCA. Manchin <laughs> fought it for a while, but we, we finally got past it. Okay. So, and they say progressives aren't practical. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, have you never heard of the No Cup Act? Uh, so if they're jibber jabbering close enough to you to be able to hear it, then you have all the right in the world to listen to it and see if it's interesting or boring. And let's be honest, 80% of the time they're boring. But 20% of the time you'll you'll hit pay dirt and some and 5% of the time it'll be gold. Okay. And I and I did a one long time ago when I was old school, this guy who was running a wine club and he was so impressed with himself. I don't remember the story anymore. You'll never find it in the archives, don't bother looking. But tyt.com slash join if you wanna make a sport out of it and see if you can find it. Because the members do get access to the archives of old school. So that was a hilarious story. In this case, so this guy, he does the miscommunication and it's to me, so since I run a company, I know that the number one problem of humanity is miscommunication. So that happens at work nonstop because it's human. Oh, I thought you said this, I understood that and I did this. And the other person goes, wait, wait, no, I didn't mean that, I meant this. Now we hate each other, but it's okay, Jenks gonna put us back together and then we're gonna love each other and everything's gonna be fine. Is that how it works at TYT? I don't know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, nobody hates each other, but anyway. So as I'm now, I have a finely attuned sense. You know how some people have gay dar? I have miscommunication dar, which is a lot less interesting. <laughs> okay, so 
but it's it's helpful and says, so I know they're gonna screw up the order. So now, and I know that the guy doesn't actually want to treat. So I've deduced all this at 6 30 in the morning as I'm eating a bagel. And so I've decided, okay, let's see how this thing plays out. <laughs> and so lo and behold, of course, the other guy comes back and he's got two iced coffees. And they only ordered one. Oh, the guy who's treating, oh, he's heartbroken over it. And so he, but he doesn't want to let on. And he's like, oh, yeah, there are two iced coffees instead of one. So that's not, no, it's okay. So, I mean, look, who, who who ordered? Who ordered? You, it was a Sally? I mean, why didn't she, she order? You, and then John, but why? But no, but Sally and John didn't because there was only one iced coffee and now there's two. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. Okay. But like, there's two now. Nobody knows what to do with it, but I guess we'll figure it out. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> and then, so for, in the beginning, guys, it sound, starts fun. We're like five and a half minutes into this thing. <laughs> and he still hasn't let go of the iced coffee. And it got to such a point where I'm like, do I school school? Okay. But and if I do though, now I'm in their business, now I'm in their drama. And that's insane. I'm not gonna get into other people's drama. I got plenty of drama. I don't need that, right? <laughs> so, but I I wanted to just have a little bit of peace and quiet. I drove all the way out there to get it. Right, because I like the microwave eggs Larry used to have. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't live in Beverly Hills. I drove all the way there. I want a peace and quiet. This guy will not gibber and then jabber about the freaking iced coffee. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I'll I'll have to. No, I I can't have to. I don't I don't know what we're gonna do with. It. It's okay." But every like thirty seconds, he'll come out with, "It's okay." And so I thought about going there and laying down five dollars and go. I'll take the iced coffee if you please stop talking about it. <laughs> that definitely would have been school school, but would it have been acceptable or not acceptable? Go. I think at that point, acceptable. It's way too early in the morning to have to deal with that right in your ear. And if he just wasn't going to shut up about it, I mean, I, I'm sort of a, a, not, a, not a mean person, but. I, <laughs> A, a brash person. So if something like that was going on right in my ear, just like nonstop. Like I had, a, I was at a, I was at brunch the other day because I'm a champagne socialist, um, uh, and the person next to me was just would not stop complaining to the waitress, like very rude to her, and the place was already too packed. She was the only waitress, so eventually I just turned to her and I was like, stop. Stop, it's not her fault that your food came out two minutes after everyone's up when everyone else's. Stop, you're being really mean. So I'd say yes, tell him to shut up, <laughs> pay, for, pay for the iced coffee. Yeah, okay, so that opens up another interesting question. I'll come back to a potential idea I have and one of our viewers has an idea. But Ben, I can see Ravana doing that. I don't know you guys that well. Secretly, of course, I've already figured you out. <laughs> but uh, I can see Ravana uh, going and telling someone, "Please stop." Um, I'm not sure I can see you doing it. Have you ever gone to someone else and and gotten in their business like that? No, no, not really. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I, I'm not gonna like. I wouldn't cancel anybody. Be like, oh wow, that's so rude or whatever uh, for doing that because it's very understandable. But like me. 
I don't know, I, I would never, right? Like, so I'm from Minnesota, we're a very particular sliver of the Midwest known for at most being passive aggressive. <laughs> um, and uh, no, I'm, I'm very non-confrontational, especially with stuff like that. Like I am such a um, sort of a goofball that I, even if it's fundamentally uninteresting, would probably still be invested in the drama. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then Ben's laugh. I forgot about Ben's laugh. I love. Okay, this is gonna be a good old school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, okay, so I I feel good that I've accurately predicted in my own head what you two would do in a situation like that. Uh, and then uh, on and by the way, our members have every information you need to know about Jibber Jabber, which is what I'm gonna get to next. But uh, but on Twitch. Fat guy named Tiny wrote in, I love doing the drive by smart ass comment when I eavesdrop on people. And and Tiny, you kind of read my mind there a little bit because as I was telling the story, I came to the conclusion of what I should have done if I cared more. But I didn't care at all, so I just left. But, um, but what I should have done is go by and go, hey guys, Anybody know where I can get an iced coffee around here? Like super deadpan, right? And have them go, oh my God, we have an extra iced coffee. <laughs> and be like, oh my God, I'll, I'll pay anything for it. What do you, what did you, like, I gotta, I gotta have it. And then have the guy go, it's $2.37, and then give him $5 and make his debt. And then all of a sudden, he's a winner out of the iced coffee debacle. And then the guy who got the wrong iced coffee, he doesn't feel guilty the rest of the day. They tell that story for the rest of their lives. What do you think? Brilliant, it's inception. It's it's this galaxy brain plan where you're like, you wanna give him $5 to shut up. And he wants to get rid of an iced coffee. And so you just you just incept that idea right there. Boom, there's the exchange. It's, <laughs> I love it, galaxy brain strategy. Okay, <laughs> this galaxy brain thing, I, I now love it. Uh, any it's, it's over now. Now it's <laughs> over because now anytime I do anything remotely intelligent, it'll be like Galaxy Brain, not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> so not a big deal, bit of a Galaxy Brain. Before I go to Jibber Jabber, uh, Ravana, what is that the Millennium Falcon on your uh, arm? It is, yes, I have a bunch of Star Wars tattoos. Um, I've got the Millennium Falcon. Um, the rebel insignia, the death. Oh Star. yeah, yeah, I see it, I see it. And an yeah, X-wing. And Although then what's I, the rest after the rebel a, insignia? The galaxy, like galaxy brain, and then the X-wing. It's kind of hard to angle it with my mic, but oh, the X-wing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that is super badass. I'm a big Star Wars nerd. <laughs> really, Although I couldn't tell with by all of the tattoos you have on your body about Star Wars. People it didn't take a galaxy brain to figure that for now. People come up to me and they'll be like, "Oh, are you a Star Wars fan?" And my favorite thing to do is to look at them and say, "What?" They're like, "Are you a big Star Wars fan?" Like, what is? I don't. What are you? What's Star Wars? I don't know what you're talking about. And then just like walk away and hopefully leave that person questioning, did she know what the hell she was getting tattooed on her body or did she just let them do whatever? 
So Rayvon, I have a twist on that. Okay, uh, let, let's see if this is a galaxy brain or not. Uh, no, where you they say to you, "Hey, are you a big Star Wars fan?" And you say, "No, I love Star Trek." Why? Is <laughs> that throws them for an extra little loop? Sometimes I'll say, "Oh, I've never seen it." It's actually my tattoo artist was doing a Game of Thrones tattoo for someone else um, and was telling me about it. And the person had only watched like the first five episodes. So he was getting characters from Game of Thrones tattooed on his body forever that like die in the first six episodes. Just no, no knowledge <laughs> what's gonna happen next. There it is. There it is. Okay. Because they have TVs in this tattoo shop, and they were watching an episode where one of the characters that he was tattooing currently dies. He, <laughs> he died in the middle of the tattoo. Dies. Is the I've never seen Game of Thrones, but it's the one where they pour all the gold on his head and he dies. It was that guy. Which like he why would you that get that guy tattooed on his body? Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I believe the the phrase "epic fail" was invented for just that uh, scenario. But that's a cool tattoo story. I like it. <laughs> um, my son is 11 years old, and he's taking piano lessons. And then uh, he's learning things on his own outside of the lessons. Uh, you're never going to guess how. Um, you too. <laughs> how did you know? That's amazing, Galaxy Brain. Um, it's a thing now. Uh, and uh, so he learned the uh, the tune to Among Us. Nice. And, <laughs> and he does it like boom. He learned it in a day. He does it great. I'm no, I suck at music. Anything related to music, I'm awful. Right. <laughs> so like, if you said to me, learn the Among Us tune and play it on your own, like how many weeks you got? And do I two, three <laughs> weeks? Okay. And you know he picked it up, boom, he's doing it and he's like doing it with flair and stuff. And so the other day he's never watched Game of Thrones because he's 11 and I'm a somewhat responsible adult. Um, and so I, of course I'm not letting them watch that yet. I mean, you gotta wait till 12 or 13 before you see all the decapitations. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, but the other day he was doing the Game of Thrones thing. And I was like, that's my boy, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no uh, Game of Thrones tattoos. We're not gonna watch. <laughs> uh, but Millennium Falcon uh, tattoo is super badass, and our studio is called Rebel Headquarters. So with that Rebel insignia, that's a pretty good fit. <laughs> it fits. Yeah. I love that because when I was 11, I made my first YouTube video and it was me playing the office theme song on the piano. And it is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I mess up in the video and I posted it anyway. And I would just love to have the ability to access that YouTube account. Password is long gone, but to delete it because it is so embarrassing. <laughs> That's really funny. You know, I never thought about that. Like, what happens when you lose the password to your YouTube account and can't embarrass, like, delete embarrass? Well, you know what? As it turns out, I didn't delete the embarrassing videos anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> Mendoza Ferrer, here's looking at you and the alt right and every mainstream media person that copied them. Um, okay.
Uh, yeah, look, I love the serious. I'm gonna get serious for one second and then I'm gonna dip out because I'm in a good mood. I don't wanna get serious. Uh, like all the so-called journals like Jake Tapper and stuff that took a rando online that they had no idea who she was, let alone if she was a she. And took all of her words for what I said and then reprinted it without ever check talking to her, checking, is it in context, not in context? Uh, and they're like, ah, good enough, journalism, one name so. Um, so Ray Vanna, you might have that to look forward to in your future, so. Oh Yeah, um, I delete all of my tweets every uh, three months. Just in case I say something that is future, future uh, cancelable, um, and but that YouTube video might resurface. Who knows? Someday I'll be canceled for playing the Office theme song really crappily. I think that's. I, I I think that should be a thing. I don't think it's a thing yet, but I think in the future, uh, that's a thing that should happen where people get canceled for doing stuff like that. Like you, you've heard our eardrums in any like the three people who watched it. We now hate you. You're canceled. If um, anything in that video should get me canceled, it's the fact that I recorded it in July in Chicago and I'm wearing a hat, like a beanie, Tim Pool style. I mean, I was 11. I'm also wearing fingerless gloves. I forgot. That's the that is the worst part of it. The fingerless gloves. They were. I wore them for like a year straight. They were. Ugly as hell. They are very prominently featured in that video. Well, you uh, any reference to anyone uh, wearing anything related to Tim Pool is already a cancelable offense. But I didn't realize you were 11 at the time. I'm going to make a rare <laughs> exception and let it. Your pardon. Your pardon. Oh, thank, thank you. <laughs> All right, so our members have the answer for jibber jabber. Atomic Ann, who only comes out during old school, I see you, Ann, um, says jibber jabber is definitely a thing. Um, Zoolander Establishment Dems writes in, I pity the fools who don't know that jibber jabber comes from Mr. T in the 18. Um, so that's probably where it got stuck in my head. Did I watch 18 when I was younger? Yes. Uh, am I ancient? Yes. Uh, did I just do Mr. T accent? Yes. <laughs> Will someone cancel me for that three years from now? Probably. Uh, okay. Are you allowed to do Mr. T accents? Who knows? Um, and then finally, Wizard, aka Rusty Dragon, which could hurt, um, <laughs> writes in, where did the term jibber jabber originate from? Well, jibber jabber appeared in Abel Boyer's 1751 English French dictionary, defined as to speak. Gibberish. Mm. Oh, alternate definition to speak gibberish about iced coffee. <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Uh, I didn't know it got that specific, but apparently it does. I was going to make a joke about how A Team was a little bit before my time. Like it was canceled 10 years before I was born. But <laughs> the, the 1781 was. Oh, oh, quite some time before my time. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out that uh, Mr. T had been copying someone else anyway. So uh, he should be canceled for that. Yeah, probably. And uh, and and the A team, uh, we are not speaking metaphorically, was actually canceled as a TV show. Uh, so before you guys were probably born. Oh my God, somebody wrote in, John literally wore fingerless gloves in the studio on his show for TDR one day like eight months ago. 
I mean, I pardon Ravana for doing it when she's 11, right? <laughs> but Johnny Pie, what are you doing? Can I mean, we cancel John on this old old school episode? I'm thinking about it. Oh it's not, we don't want to overdo it. I, I hear from Bill Maher that people overdo cancel culture. <laughs> so let's reel it back in a little bit. Let's see if he has a second offense. And Ben, the one thing I got to tell you is, brother, don't hide your laugh. You be you, brother. You be you, man. We love it. We love it. Let it go. Be you. It's so good. Yeah. I have two friends who laugh like maniacs, and we love them for it. Uh, I'm not saying you laugh like a maniac. I didn't say that. Okay. And I'm not trying to laugh shame. Uh, no, but seriously, my friends who are like, the, they laugh so freaking loud. I partly go on the guys' trips just to hear their laugh. Um, so, anyways, did I do the high school thing with you guys? Um, where I asked you guys uh, what you did in high school? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, I did. I've totally forgotten. Um, so, uh, just remind me real quick because the 11 year old thing uh, triggered it for me. Um, Ravana, what, what were your extracurriculars in high school? Um, I started Irish club. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you reminded me. Top of the morning, tell you. Can I do that? <laughs> Wait, is that allowed or no? Actually, that was um, culturally insensitive. So you're going to get canceled on this episode of Old School. Yeah. Um, but I did that. I played basketball um, and I was in orchestra. I played the cello and I did Model UN once and I was horrible at it. I had no idea what I was doing going in, but that is how I met neo Nazi Nick Fuentes. He was in my right. model. UN uh, <laughs> group. No, that's you know I didn't get a chance to talk about it when we talked about it in the bonus episode. So for the full details of our high school histories, become a member. Tyt.com/join. Um, hit the join button below. Um, so I was in Model UN, and you met a uh, crazy white nationalist. Uh, my nemesis in uh, elementary school and junior high uh, had moved away when we were in high school. Okay, so uh, now I got to ask you guys if you had a nemesis. So hold on that, think about it. Back in school, but I did, and so he was. We were all in the neighborhood, and he didn't like me, and 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 I guess the feeling was mutual, but not really. Like I don't really care. Uh, like he. He started it <laughs> right back in it, <laughs> back in fifth grade. He started it, mommy. No, seriously, he sometimes would invite the guys over. He had an Atari, but he wouldn't let me come. So I guess I was his nemesis. I don't know. Like he'd invite kids to the pool, his pool. I didn't have a pool, and he wouldn't invite me. Right, and we'd always be getting into fights and stuff. So, uh, but we were frenemies. Uh, but everybody knew we were enemies. Everybody knew. <laughs> okay, um, and so. Then he moves away in high school, and then senior year of high school, whatever. I was in Model UN, uh, and we're bots. We it's random, so we got Botswana, um, and then this uh, high school from California has South Africa, the nemesis of Botswana. Because South Africa is right next to Botswana and had been terrible to Botswana all this time. And obviously had the apartheid system, etc. And this is back in the late 1980s. And I look across to South African delegation. 
my nemesis. I mean, what were the chances? Obviously, I'm not going to say the kid's name because he was a kid. He didn't do anything wrong. Right? <laughs> we're just both being goofballs. But um, that was an amazing coincidence that he had gone, his family had moved across the country uh, to, from New Jersey to California. He also does Model UN. He pulls South Africa randomly. I pull Botswana randomly. Okay. So, of course, um, Game of Thrones style, first thing I did at the Model UN was uh, get South Africa kicked out of the UN. (laughs) (laughs) Back then, they still had apartheid. So, I was like, now you mess with the wrong guy at the wrong Model UN. I think you need to bring your nemesis onto the show and hash it out with him. Bury the hatchet. Yeah, <laughs> after all this time. After all. Um, I think he's I he's probably still in the LA area, so who knows? Maybe I can run into him one day. <laughs> oh, then then this is a crazy story. Then his sister, either it was him or his sister, had a daughter. I think it was him. And then Haas moved to LA, my nephew, Hassan Piker, who Rayvana knows <laughs> or knows about. We've talked about it before. Twitch is still asking me to ask you about it, but go watch the bonus episode. We did that a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, he one day, he might have even been staying with us at the time. Haas comes out from a night out and he's like, oh, I met this Turkish girl and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, right? And they didn't do anything anyway, but like, she, oh, she's hot. She's blah, blah, blah. she was interested. Blah, blah. I'm like, okay, it's a very typical hot story back in the day, right? <laughs> and then, uh, and and then he says her last name. I'm like, no. <laughs> and it turns out that's my nemesis's daughter. No way. <laughs> okay. And was she interested in Haas? Of course. <laughs> Okay, and so I was like, "Hmm, this would be a different form of revenge." <laughs> totally unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Okay, so and no, Haas never went back and said it never did anything. Okay, you could have been a Romeo and Juliet story. What? <laughs> I know, but by the way, though, if they had actually organically started going out. That would have been a hell of a story. I mean, it's already kind of a hell of a story because the coincidence is pretty gigantic. And then it turns out they were both in Model UN. No. Um, okay. All right. Uh, wait, I was going to ask Ben something. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, Ben, let me just do remind me of the high school things you did. And then. I think I wanted to go back to Irish Club too or something. All right, anyways, we'll come back to it. Ben, remind yeah. me your uh, things. Yeah, I was so I was really I was in pole vaulting. I guess I did cross country too, but oh. cross country was like just to stay in shape for pole vaulting. Um, yeah, and to, I guess to answer the nemesis question too, I was kind of a deadbeat in high school. All of the pole vaulters kind of were. We would just party after, right? We would just go out and party. Uh, And we were like definitely all in the deadbeat category. And so I personally didn't have any nemesis in high school, but I might have been other people's nemesis. uh, Because once again, very much a deadbeat in high school. Um, Okay, hold, this is interesting. Um, 
So number one, I love that the pole vaulters have the reputation of being party animals. Like somebody's getting messy in the corner and they're like ripping it up. They're like, ah, and they're like, oh, everybody's like pole vaulter. <laughs> Obvious pole vaulter. Okay. Uh, like you guys roll into a bar, people are like, the vaulters are here. Okay. This stuff's about to get serious right now. The vaulters are here. Um, so, but define what you mean by deadbeat in the context of your high school. Because in where I went, East Brunswick Public High School, we had a category called Ginkers. And so the Ginkers were very specific. And I'll explain what they are. Here, here I'll, I'll go first, actually. So Ginkers uh, had uh, love metal music, and they always wore metal uh, shirts. So Metallica, you know, Metal Mondays. Uh, Van Halen is borderline Ginker material, but yeah, they had a lot of Van Halen shirts. Um, and, and all those other groups, I don't know. Okay, uh, and they, you smoke outside, long hair, uh, like our version of the Duke boys, uh, up to no good. Uh, but they were just good old boys. You know, I already forgot all every part of that song. Plus, they had racist car. But anyways, uh, and they not good in school, uh, and like kind of causing trouble, but not really. Kind of rebels, but not really. But uh, so that was Ginkers. So were you a Ginker? Um, I guess no, in some sense, like the clothes, like like. I mean, I grew up poor, right? Like the people who really partied were like the rich kids, like the bougie kids that are in, in like the richer part of the suburbs. Um, but uh, no, just like I mean, as fashionable as hand-me-downs can be, and just like, hey, we're going to our buddy's house on Friday, so you know, like party or whatever. And then you know, ten people show up and just hang out, and like that's. Pretty much it, but yeah, definitely skating through school. You know, not failing, but like you know, working as hard as you think. High school is important. Um, you know, and at that age, right? I was very much like, no, I'm gonna go join the military, and that's that's you know, so I don't really need to ace everything. Um, but no, it's very very much I think disconnected from almost the entire rest of the like high school culture, I guess, because we were just sort of doing really our own thing and not really like uh yeah i don't know like uh yeah just kind of just deadbeats just you know yeah loafing outside the school smoking a little bit basically uh was kind of the whole entire thing in fact what i'm getting out of your story is you guys smoked a lot of marijuana is that true um i could never confirm <laughs> you know like uh you know uh yeah yeah, I knew it. I knew that that was going to get in there somewhere. Some relative defining characteristic. It's funny because I was such a dork and a nerd that I was like, when Ben was saying like, oh, just doing the bare minimum skating by, I was like, I know, man, just get that A minus and move on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but in like the AP classes and stuff, I was the rebel. Like I had the Millennium Falcon, like with a temporary sticker on because I'm like, oh, he's getting the A minus, doesn't even care, right? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so, uh, by the way, um, discount Seth Rogen says, dope, it's Ray and Ben. Who's the other dude? The song. <laughs> Uh, Samalin the Kind Dragon says, we do love your laugh, it's contagious, I agree. Metal Kitty Mom says, love Ben's laugh. Bread into uh, Toast says, two thirds of this panel is new school. What do you mean two thirds, what does that mean? Okay, uh, <laughs> um, oh, stun lock, apparently you guys need to teach me what stun lock is. I'm definitely interested in that, um, but anyways. Uh, so Ben, I do have a semi-serious question for you. Then, when the turn? When did you go from uh, quote-unquote deadbeat to Galaxy? Um, honestly, like outside of outside of school, I was a big nerd. Like I was doing like computer programming stuff, right? So when I was ever ever I was alone, I would like read books or like watch YouTube videos or whatever. It's just in school, I didn't really care about it because. Like, I'm poor. At that point, none of my brothers had really been successful through college. And I had basically just been to like, no, if I want to go to college, really the only way for me is to go through the military. So I joined the military and very much like went in with the understanding and intention that like, as soon as I joined the military, I'm actually gonna have to like kick it into gear, right? I, I treated high school as unimportant and with the expectation that like, once it's over, the important part of my life starts. Um, I mean, because literally, like when I was in basic training, I, I came out an honor graduate. So, like, uh, it was just very intentional. It was very much like me sort of actively deciding not to take, take high school seriously and then kicking the gear after the fact. Right, right. I forgot about the military. How long were you in the military? Uh, I was in for eight years. I was active duty for four years where I worked with drones. And then like that drone work is like super, super stressful, right? That is, you know, um, it's very, very difficult work. Um, and, and so I, I, I transferred four years and I transferred to the guard um, and spent the last four years um, in just reserve status uh, doing cybersecurity. We got to ask you more about that, man. That's really interesting. And so that's going to be the next episode for the members. Uh, smash that join button, as the kids say, uh, below the video. Uh, but um, it's it's funny because I have a kind of a similar story, barely. Um, like in, and again, it has such a nerd component to it. So in uh, in law school, I knew I wasn't going to be a lawyer. But the first semester, I wanted to see, you know, look, it's it's like supposed to be a good law school. Can I handle this? Am I gonna be okay? Right. So I tried the first semester and and I did really well. And then after that, I was like, nah, I'm done with this. Okay. Uh, from here on out, it's jibber jabber. It's it's I'm skating through uh the hallways. I'm a ginker now in law school. I'm I'm done with it, and because I knew I was going to be a lawyer, so I'm like, what's the point? Like they keep like busting their ass, like ah, lawyer, we gotta get the best jobs. We're gonna be the best corporate lawyers ever, right? It was Columbia. That there's like it was so corporate, so competitive, and I hated that attitude. I, I'm competitive, but on things that matter, not like, hey, am I gonna make? $2,500 more than you because I got to a better law firm. 
right? And so, anyways, all right. Look, we got to do. We got to wrap. We got people taking me hostage and how I'm not standing for it. We got the Clone Wars, we got the Drone Wars, all that's happening in the bonus episode for the members, which is by the way, just as long as this episode. So tyt.com slash join. Speaking of people who join, you can also join by hitting the join button below. You can go to tyt.com slash prime if you have Amazon Prime and you can sign up for subscription there. Go join now, we got a super fun bonus episode for the members, go.